Northland Outdoors Radio. Just a good old boy. All right, thank you for tuning in. I'm your guide on the radio, Brett T-Bone Amundsen. Our guide in the field next weekend is Tony Crotty. He's currently in South Dakota right now, laying in some muddy cornfield, waiting for the next big flock of migrating snow geese to spin down from the sky. Tony's with Mid-Migration Outfitters, and they've been in the field for about two weeks now or so. Uh, Tony, thanks for being on the radio show. How are things going? Ah, things are going good. We're uh, getting on birds daily, seeing migrators show up, and uh, just uh, waiting for the juniors to get here. It's always hard to time the migration just right, isn't it? I mean, y- you <laughs> you just like to be out there for the whole thing, then you don't miss any of it, right? Yeah, yeah, it really is hard to time <laughs> it. Um, on, on a normal year, we're still down in Nebraska right now. Uh, this year, we shot our first snows on the 27th of February, which is extremely odd. So, yeah, timing the migration is always different every year. Sometimes it's early, sometimes it's late. That's just the one thing about it. you got to be kind of ready to go when it's time to go. And when people book a hunt with you, they're always going to ask, when should I come? What do you tell them when they say that? I tell people if they can to, to bank on the middle of March. We're either going to we're gonna either be into the tail end uh, of it by then on a, on a year where it goes early, or we're going to be into the, the front of it on a late year. So middle of March is usually the you know, the kind of the easy time to pick uh, where you're going to be on birds, but, you know, it, it can change every year. And that's in South Dakota. I mean, so it kind of yeah. depends on where you're, where you're, where it is that you're going to hunt, right? Correct, correct. Yeah, that's that, I'm talking South Dakota. Nebraska, obviously, we'd want to be down there, you know, somewhere around uh, the, you know, the 15th, right around the opener um, of Nebraska. Some, something like that is usually the, the time period when they move into Nebraska. And for guys that are going to hunt North Dakota, maybe a little bit later than that. Now, I know you, you guide uh, ducks and Canada's in the fall, too. Which, which species of waterfowl now is your favorite to guide for, and, and which one's your favorite to hunt? Because maybe they're two different ones. Um, I would say both by far is snow geese, just for the mere fact that the, the springtime, it's just it's unlike any other, any other season when it comes to hunting uh, waterfowl. They're, it, it's just it's something that you can't really explain until you get out in the field and actually witness it yourself and see how the birds work, the migration when it, when it takes place, how how they move in big massive flocks um, day in, day out, whether it's snowing or sunshine. So I would say snow geese, has got, they got to be my favorite, favorite uh, type of waterfowl to hunt. That's mine too, and uh, I'm hearing that from more and more people. Snow, snow, and the reason I ask you why it's fun to, which one's more fun to hunt and guide for, because guiding and hunting snow geese it's fun to hunt them because you're right. There's huge numbers. You see the migration, uh, but it's a lot of work. And when you're guiding for them, you're, you're doing a lot of work day in, day out for, you know, four to six weeks, whatever it is that you're going to be out there for in the spring. And it's muddy. And uh, if you can drive out into the field, you're getting stuck, you know, sometimes. Otherwise, you're hauling stuff out if you are maybe got a wheeler and a trailer and things like that. But especially guys that are freelancing out there, it's a lot of work to hunt snow geese in the spring. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah, it's a, it's a ton of work. You're like you said, you know, and you know just as well as, as I do uh, the work that goes into it. But the you know the fields they get, you know, like you said, they get real muddy, and we're always dealing with conditions changing. One day it can be 70 degrees, and you're hunting in a t-shirt, and the next day it's two degrees out, and you're hunting in snow. So it's uh, it's challenging. It, it has, there's definitely the battles that go along with um, chasing them in the springtime, but it's it's very rewarding um, oh, when you get that that big ball of snows to the center up in the pocket and the smiles on people's faces is just something something else when they see that you're gonna make me start giggling like a schoolgirl. 
I, you're right. There's nothing like it. I can't wait. You know, we're going to, I'm heading out there next weekend. We're going to do some filming for Northland Outdoors television out there. And, uh, it is just, it's unlike anything else that, uh, that you can, that you can do as far as waterfowl goes. And just the mere spectacle of seeing the big migration. And it's not just snow geese, but it's white fronted geese. It's Canada geese, it's pintails, it's mallards. And then if you get around some of those sloughs, it's divers and pretty much everything. It's sandhill cranes, pretty much everything that migrates. It seems like they all do it together in the spring. Yeah, absolutely. There it's, that's, that's the, the beauty of the spring too, is even on, on days when it's slow and, you know, we're not seeing a ton of snow geese. We'll see, you know, every other type of species of, uh, of waterfall moving up. And, and like you said, there's always, there's always plenty of, you know, nice straight pintails to, to yeah. make you, make you get a little jealous and, <laughs> and so on and so forth with the speckle bellies and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun seeing all them birds migrating. Tony Crotty, our guest here from Mid Migration Outfitters on Northland Outdoors Radio. Last week here on the radio show, we had a, a really cool interview with Dr. Robert Rockwell. He was instrumental in getting the spring snow goose season off the ground due to research that he's been a part of in Hudson Bay. If you missed that interview, you can podcast it out at northlandoutdoors.com. He estimated that there are 15 to 20 million snow geese in the central flyway, these central, uh, the central population of snow geese. That is a lot of birds. And, Tony, it takes a while for them all to get up to Canada, doesn't it? Yeah, it surely does. Um yeah, I mean, when there's millions upon millions of them, you know, we'll, we'll usually see the, see them lead edge uh, adults. They'll they'll push up. They'll be the first ones to go, and um, and then it's kind of we're hunting the middle of the migration after that, and then the juvies uh, kind of take their time. So it's you know, right now, for example, we got geese all the way up. You know, we're hunting them in South Dakota. There's birds all the way up in North Dakota, but there's still birds down in Texas. So they they kind of span the whole flyway, and it and it's kind of nice because then we can usually get a good at least three weeks out of uh, getting some uh, consistent shooting on them. A lot of people get worried that they're going to miss the migration when it's, when it's warm, like it has been so far this year, but they're not going to miss all of it, are they? No, no, by no means. Uh, yeah, everybody, everybody worries. And, you know, I would, I would be lying if I, if I, you know, wouldn't say I was a little worried at times too when the weather gets warm just because that main push of birds, that's what a lot of, the, a lot of people want to see when they come out and, a lot of people that, that book with a guide, they want to come out and they want to see, you know, what, what the spring has to offer. And that's that main mass of geese that are moving through and all the ducks and speckle bellies and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, with the juvies, they'll, they'll kind of take their time. So, you know, we'll have, we'll have birds for, for quite a while. So for most people, I wouldn't worry that they're going to miss out on, on shooting snows by any means until almost April in South Dakota. Now, you said there are some birds that have been up into North Dakota, but there is a little weather system that moved through earlier this week, and you saw birds actually coming back from the north heading south. Correct, yeah. We had a, had a reverse migration come through, and we had some snow come through and some cold weather, and uh, they pushed back south, and we've been hearing reports of them going all the way as far south as Missouri. So, um, we, yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll be turning right back around, and we'll be getting a second chance at them, so it should be fun. You're hunting mostly adults yet, but uh, you've been able to get some of them to decoy, which is historically pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And um, yeah, we've been shooting. We've been shooting mostly adults, a few juvies mixed in, and then of course, you know, raw geese are the they're the fun ones that that always like to dump into the decoys pretty easily. So, um, but yeah, we've been shooting a mixture of them, and uh, 
but it, it's always hard to say exactly what you're shooting with adults uh, with adults because they could be you know three four year old birds or they could be twelve year old birds. So it's it's kind of tough to say. What advice do you give to people when when they're out there and they say, "Man, all I got are adults flying around here." What do you t- <laughs> What do you tell them? Yeah, yeah, that's that's always that's always a tough one. <laughs> Pack it up and go go get lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that, that's just it. You know, them adults they can make you want to pull your hair all the time. But the young birds are coming up at the end. That's when it gets it gets really fun because they haven't they haven't been hunted for nine months out of the year for as many years as the adults have been, and they're a little bit more apt to to drop into your spread. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We we love any snow goose hunter loves juvie birds. They uh. They, they usually put on a pretty good show and usually get get into some pretty good shoots once they show up just just because like you said they haven't been haven't been hunted as hard as uh, the older ones have and uh, they haven't seen as many decoys spread. Tony Crotty, our guest here from Mid Migration Outfitters, he's hunting snow geese in South Dakota right now. You're listening to Northland Outdoors Radio. The storm that rolled through and brought some snow uh, earlier in the week held them up a little bit, held the birds up a little bit, but it doesn't look like that snow will last if it's not gone already. Prior to that that storm, prior to that system rolling through, where was the snow line? Uh, somewhere in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, nobody knows. Uh, we haven't had a snow line for uh, a couple of weeks uh, in the Dakotas here. So we've been getting reports from uh, other guides and uh, other, other, you know, friends of mine that I have, that I have that have been saying that they're, you know, showing pictures and stuff like that of geese all the way up into, you know, Manitoba and Saskatchewan. So it's, uh, they've been pushing, pushing fast. So that's no line. I don't know. They, there, there could be birds up onto the tundra very soon here. So. That historically is what holds the birds up a little bit, but when they when there's no when there's open water and food to eat, they're going to keep on moving. The authorities want you to shoot a lot of geese. That's the whole point of the spring conservation order or hunting season. No limits, e collars, extension tubes on your shotguns. How many geese on average do you end up shooting? Uh, on average, throughout the entire season, we're right around that twenty to thirty bird mark. Um, Early on, sometimes you know, early on when we're hunting the adults, we average about ten. Um, and then I, I, as the migration progresses, and we can start getting into juvies, then we start having bigger number days. You know, anywhere from twenty to thirty, all the way up to you know, some days on, on in some circumstances, we'll even shoot them hundred bird days. Doesn't happen all the time, but as the juvies show up, our numbers go up. So, averaging out, I would say twenty to thirty birds. Which is uh, still a great day when you're talking about waterfall hunting. Anytime you can you can shoot into double digits or even past that twenty mark, it's a good day. I know everybody wants that magical triple digit day, but it's it it can be magical when that happens. A twenty to thirty bird day is a, is a good day. I don't care who you are. Do you still have dates available uh, if somebody wants to book a hunt with you this spring? Yeah, I have a few limited dates uh, coming up in the next couple weeks here in late March. And uh, if they want to get a hold of me, they can go to www.midmigrationoutfitters.com or give me a call. Tony Crotty, Midmigration Outfitters, thanks for being on the show. We're looking forward to being out there next week. Thanks much, Brett. We'll see you then. Before the show wraps up, we've got Ryan Koenigs from the Wisconsin DNR to give us a rundown on the, spur- on the sturgeon spearing season. Say that three times fast. Uh, on Lake Winnebago. He's next on Northland Outdoors Radio. I felt like I was on space here. And uh, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Uh, it'd be good just to hold them down by okay. your side. Yeah, great. Well, we were real happy with um, with what was going on. And uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, you got to be happy. 
You're listening to Northland Outdoors Radio.